There are literally hundreds and hundreds of skeletal muscles, and they can be tricky and sometimes overwhelming. But the nice thing is that the names of the muscles often tell you where they are, what they are doing, how they are shaped, etc. You don't have to memorize these muscles. You can actually use the names to your big-time advantage. Listen in today, and you can feel more on top of the muscles. Welcome to the Anatomy on the Go podcast, episode 34. Hello. Hey, thanks for pressing play and joining me today. This is Seth Jump, your professor for Anatomy on the Go. Remember, if you haven't already, head to my website, anatomyonthego.com, and grab my free ebook, Preparing to Ace Anatomy. I'll send you other tips and practice quizzes, etc. And just know that you can reply to any email you want and let me know if you need and or want anything else in particular that would help you learn as well as practice and review. Of course, you can just send me an email, a cold email as well. Seth at anatomyonthego.com. So let's go and hit the content for today's episode and talk about some of these tips and tricks for remembering the muscles. Now, if you've listened to many of the Anatomy on the Go podcast, you've learned quite a few muscles at this point, and you've probably noticed that they have pretty descriptive names. The two biggest tips I'd give you for learning skeletal muscles are to learn by compartment or specific region. For example, anterior arm. Learn biceps brachii, coracobrachialis, and brachialis. Anterior forearm, learn the flexors of the wrist and digits. You could do the same thing for the posterior arm, the posterior forearm, the anterior thigh, the posterior thigh. And master that, that one set of muscles there. They, they often have shared actions as well, shared innervation. And then the other tactic I'd give you is to focus on the names and why muscles are called what they're called. So let's dive into this. Muscles can be named for the number of heads. For example, biceps brachii has two heads. So biceps, seps refers to the number of heads. It has a short and a long head. We have triceps brachii. Triceps meaning three heads, seps for head. So we actually have a long lateral and medial head here. And then quadriceps refers to the fact that there are four distinct heads, actually four distinct muscles in the quadriceps uh, femoris muscle group. And those are rectus femoris, fastus lateralis, fastus medialis, and fastus intermedius. Muscles are named for their action. This comes in handy for the forearm, for example. Flexor digitorum, simply just telling you that this muscle is responsible for flexion of the digits. Extensor digitorum, uh, extending the digits. Pronator teres is a pronator, uh, actually allows the radius to roll around the ulna. Uh, pronation is rotation of the radius around the ulna. And then supinator tells you that this muscle is responsible for supination. Got a muscle called abductor pollicis longus, just telling you that it's responsible for abduction, abduction of the thumb, which is pollicis. Now, muscles are named for their size relative to other muscles. So terms for big muscles include magnus, major, and maximus. Terms for small muscles or smaller muscles include minor or minimus. So if we go back to the big muscles here, we have an adductor magnus, which is a really large adductor found in the medial thigh. We have pectoralis major. We have rhomboid major. We have gluteus maximus, for example. So then minor muscles include pectoralis minor, rhomboid minor, those are the smaller of the two muscles, and then minimus, we have a gluteus minimus, which is smaller than maximus, gluteus maximus. So muscles are named for where they are, their anatomic region. For example, biceps brachii, we already touched on the biceps part there. 
Brachii tells you that it's in the arm. Uh, brachium is the fancy term for arm. Triceps brachii also tells you that it's in the arm, the brachii part there. Rectus femoris tells you that this muscle not only has straight fibers, which we'll get to here in just a second, but is in the thigh region. Uh, femoris or femoral refers to the fact that this is the thigh. Tibialis anterior tells you that this muscle is anterior to the tibia, the bone of the leg, the medial bone of the leg. Carpi referring to the wrist. So a muscle that moves the wrist or attaches near the wrist is a carpi. Halysis is referring to the big toe. So a muscle that attaches there is simply just called halysis. Muscles are named for their attachments. Sternocleidomastoid is a great example of this. The muscle is attaching to the sternum, sternocleido, the clavicle, and mastoid process, part of the temporal bone. Great example. So the, basically the, the three attachments there are simply just uh, making up the name of this muscle. Flexor digitorum, attaching to the digits. Iliocostalis, attaching to the ilium and the ribs. And this is one of the muscles that we find in the erector spinae muscle group. We could talk about iliopsoas, the primary hip flexor. Ilio refers to the fact that this muscle attaches at the iliac fossa. Supraspinate is simply just named for its attachment on the supraspinous fossa, which is superior to the spine of the scapula located on the posterior scapula, the shoulder blade. Infraspinatus is simply just telling you it's attaching to the infraspinous fossa, which is a fossa located inferior to the spine of the scapula. And then subscapularis simply just tells you that it's attaching to the subscapular fossa. Those three muscles there, supraspinatus, infraspinatus, and subscapularis, are three of the four rotator cuff muscles. The other one that's not listed there is the teres minor. Muscles are named for the orientation of their fibers. So we've seen some of this already. Rectus means straight uh, fibers. And so we have rectus femoris. We have rectus abdominis. We also could talk about medial rectus and lateral rectus. These muscles, these last two muscles are responsible for movement of the eye. And then oblique means that the fibers are at an angle. So external oblique, internal oblique. You saw these in the last episode. And muscles can be named for their shapes. Deltoid is triangular in shape. Trapezius is trapezoidal in shape. Orbicularis is circular, so we have an orbicularis oculi that surrounds the eye. Rhomboid is shaped like a rhombus. Brevis means short, and longus means long. We have an adductor brevis, we have an adductor longus. So let me ask you a few questions about these terms here in just a moment. Okay, back to the quiz. What term describes heads or parts of a muscle? And so that would be seps. And we could talk about biceps, triceps, quadriceps. Uh, two heads, three heads, four heads. What muscles decrease the angle of a joint or move a body part forward? So that would be a flexor. And an extensor would increase the angle of a joint or move a body part backward. What muscles are named for their size relative to other muscles? So we could talk about rhomboid major and rhomboid minor. Major is bigger than minor. Pectoralis major and pectoralis minor. We could talk about gluteus maximus, which is bigger than gluteus medius, which is bigger than gluteus minimus. 
what muscle is superficial to the tibia? And so this muscle just tells you that. It's called tibialis anterior. What muscle attaches to the clavicle, sternum, and mastoid process? That would be the sternocleidomastoid muscle. How about the ilium and the ribs? That would be the iliocostalis. What muscle attaches to the infraspinous fossa? That would be the infraspinatus. What muscles are at an angle? Those are oblique muscles. We could talk about external oblique and internal oblique. And then what muscles have straight fibers? We could talk about rectus, rectus abdominis, rectus femoris. Well, that's it for episode 34. Thanks for tuning in today. Before we head out, would you be willing to leave a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher? That would be awesome and so greatly appreciated. If you have already, thank you very much. And perhaps you could share the podcast with a friend or family member who could benefit from listening. Well, I will see you in number 35. Hope it's a great week, and I'll see you later.